0: heavy track today
1: yeah not vibing risky lettuce getting sinker
0: vibes i don't know says on the tab app she's firming don't just vibe it get expert tips in tab's new race feed tab we're on what are you really gambling with ronnie duffers on the line to preview the sydney races on saturday how are you ron yeah, good, thanks, Matt. That's good, that's good. Let me just flick over. I don't even know where they're racing up there this Saturday. Let me just continue to flick through the form, guide. Uh Where are we, Rose Hill? Rose Hill, yep. Rose Hill, yep. What's the meeting like? Uh, it's quite... Uh, We've got the Festival Stakes,
1: uh, which leads into the Ingham next week. Um, looks a solid enough race. I like the favourite a lot. Um, I mean, Rustic Steel, he's... Um, I think he should be favourite. He, he's had two runs back now. he Had his warm-up run, I would suggest, in the Hunter. He was run short there and savaged the line from a mile back. So the timing is just perfect for him Um, this week and next week. He's ready for two peak performances. So pretty hot on him. I think he's very, very hard to hold out in in the Festival Race 7.
0: All right, that's uh, number two. Uh, Talking to Peter Snowden this morning, there's a a lot of weather up your way not all of it's good no but it's cleared up so we've
1: gone from a heavy eight yesterday to a soft seven today and with no more rain it's it's, it's going to be pretty good actually it's just, just these storms that come in uh, in sydney at this time of year so look there's they say zero uh, zero to seven mils 30 percent chance tomorrow tomorrow or whatever so but there is that little chance of rain later in the day but we'll keep an eye on that
0: your tracks have been a lot of high-focus racing of late, a lot of lot of racing, 10 races, uh, and now we're sort of halfway between spring and summer. Are they sort of still going to perform at their best, or are they probably in need of a bit of respite? No, I think they're pretty good. Like, Rose Hill's got a break, and they've had uh, work
1: done on it, so this is their first meeting back. They've had five or six weeks, and Rambi's getting a, um, a bit of a makeover at the moment, and we've had these couple of you know, provincial meetings of a Saturday that uh, give them a chance to do that, which they do at this time of year. And uh, I must say, I reckon our tracks have played fairer this year than it has in the last 10 years, to tell you the truth. But we haven't had this much rain. We haven't had as much rain.
0: No, exactly right. We're getting it down here as well. I think a lot of people forget that November, you can get a lot of stormy weather both in Melbourne and Sydney, can't you? Oh, for sure. No, no, no no doubt about it. All right. What about the Starlight Stakes,
1: Race 8? Uh, look, I, I think it is very, very tough because we've got these horses from last week backing up, Quick Tempo and Drag and Stone. We've got a first-upper in Malkovich, who I it's a better chance on a drying track with his racing pattern. He does get a, a soft lead. And you've got a first-up horse here, a couple of first-up horses in Conscript, who hasn't had a trial, but it worked for him last time, and Sneaky Pay, who probably wants it, where he's trialling the house down. I'm probably going left field wanting everyone's... Dropped Dragonstone now. He's been a, a, a bit of a money muncher, but I feel that a thousand's too short for him these days. So, 1100 on the backup, uh, Joe Pride, these luck from the draw, but I think he's going to be motoring home. So, I'm leaning his way. And, you know, I think there's five good chances in that race.
0: All right. Well, we'll talk to you tomorrow about how that f- feels for Quaddies and so on. Are there, are there any decent stayers left for the Christmas Cup race nine? No, no, no.
1: Uh, all that form's coming out of the Beauford, and it was a fast race. Um, I, I want to make a case of Parry Sound, because he was six weeks between runs going into that race, stables flying, and uh, yeah, I just think he's going to back up better than most, and he got held up part of the straight there and never balanced. So I thought the double-figure odds him, if anything, was worth a speck.
0: There's a country classic, which is a chocker's field. That'll be a good race. And some of the babies are going around in race one. Any just on the, the two year olds? Uh, no, a good race. All the no, pedigrees is... will be out now, won't they? All the. All yeah, the... Mm.
1: Uh, this is, uh, keep an eye on this race. This is this is Magic Mean stuff. Uh, most of these are Magic Mean uh, horses. They're trialing the house down. Storm Boy's the apart. Traffic warden's been hard heeled. I thought Canara was brilliant at her debut racing greenly, and Trafalgar Square in the Golden Gift was one of the better runs in the race. It was six deep, no cover, and only got tired the last 100 metres. So uh, we've got an odds on favourite. I don't think he'll start odds on, but he's likeable with his style and his pedigree,
0: but it's not a winner. Just, I'm such a pedigree buff, out of curiosity, I'm just going to go to it. What is the pedigree of the favourite? Uh, justify. Oh. Guy, you
1: know, he's, he's taken the world by storm at the moment, and he's out of a fast net rock mare. So we know he's got speed, and he looking at his trials. Uh, but he, looking at his pedigree, suggests he'd have a little bit of stamina as well.
0: Well, the, the justifies yes, and and the exceeding excels can take a little bit of time to to work their way into form as well. So, yeah, yeah, that suggests whatever he does this campaign, he'll he'll get better. What about the country classic?
1: Oh, nightmare. <laughs> I think the, the I think the the two class horses fight it out. Um, Akasawa uh, and Eagle Mont. Little Dance, Big Dance form. I think going the Little Dance form. I think Eagle Mont was sensational in his race. He he just dragged back from a wide draw and had far too much to do there. I, I, I'm quite keen on him actually. Uh, it's a long tail to that race. Um, I think Eagle Mont beats Akasawa.
0: Alrighty, and we'll just sort of narrow it down a little bit more tomorrow. Just one thing I wanted to ask you because you're a, a racing guru with an eye on most things. How did you the How do you reflect on the career of Equinox now that he's deemed to be retired? What struck me is interesting about him and Flightline is they had only minimal starts, and I wonder whether to get the absolute best out of some of these horses, maybe the race them less often and. and peak them more often, if you know what I mean, might work. Because it's it's way different than the, the sort of story we get with our great horses at, at, at an older age, like those horses.
1: Yeah, look, he's an absolute superstar. You, you know, beat up fields the way he's been beating up on them, and he's been pretty well handled, obviously. And, um, yeah, I, I just think that's the way they do things over there. And we don't see him long enough to, to really, uh, you know, wrap them up and, and be excited about them for so long, but I think in his history will tell he's one of, he's one of the greatest sources we've seen for a while. You know, they don't come along often.
0: No, no, they don't. Hey, good on you, Duff. Um, good luck uh, at Rose Hill tomorrow, but we'll talk to you tomorrow morning anyway. Yep, thanks, mate.